done it. And, I guess. Uh, excitement of 2020. Mm-hmm. Woo! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. It is me, Tank Rodriguez. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Texas Podcast Massacre. Sorry to start out so somber, I was just being funny. But, of course, I am joined along with my horror experts extraordinaires, Dirty Derek. You get one hey. dirty today. I get, oh, I'm only. Well, we'll, 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 because. In the, uh, I was listening to a song on the way over by the Dwarfs um, <laughs> called The uh, Sluts of the USA. There you go. Oh, and, yeah. uh, and I was like, this is, this is just a prime theme song for me to uh, come in and do this podcast because you're going to put dirty in front of my name. And, and so I just, you know, just singing along to the anthem. There we go. We are the Sluts of the USA. Well, you know, the Dwarfs, you know, we'll, we'll do a little bit. There you go. <laughs> That's a little bit of the sluts of the USA. Yeah. As they say, you can fuck it, you can suck it, and bust a nut. <laughs> Poetry. America. Poetry. <laughs> As they, um, drinking Masonic. <laughs> Both of y'all got Masonic. Being a slut. Why do we do America? That's awesome. Well, and then, of course, we have a very special guest here today. Well, he's, wow, our, okay. he's our co-host, but he's also the birthday boy. Like, I'm an old man. A very special day for good, a very special boy. Good, good, old, good old Jimothy. <laughs> Jimmy the Dean. How are you doing today, buddy? I sacrificed valuable family time to be here tonight. <laughs> you do look excited to be here. Yes. Uh, I've been suffering from massive uh, migraines and neck pain for the last three days. So I'm sorry. I've been uh, I'm sorry to hear hanging that. in there. Yeah. but Have yeah. you taken a picture of yourself? A what? A picture of yourself to make sure there's not a, a Japanese woman hugging you. <laughs> Sitting on your shoulders <laughs> at, four, at, 400, at 400 pounds. So, so, you know, some people pay for that. That's true. <laughs> it's, it's very true. I'm just saying that. Uh, well, ho- well, hopefully, uh, Japanese uh, ghost demons aside, uh, I'll start to feel better. But uh, Yes, I uh, hope we do feel we better. We hope so. I'm excited to talk about some uh, horror movies. Yeah, yeah. it's been yeah, a minute. I think, yeah. Is this our first one of 2020? No, we did uh, one. No, we haven't. No, we have not. Oh, my God. On the last oh. day of the month of the brand new year, this is the first right. time we're having a Texas Podcast Massacre. That's right. It's been a hell of a season. Yes. Yes. See, people, you think 2020 got us, but it didn't get it us. Didn't. Fuck you, 2020. Right. We're going into February. And you eat a dick. That's Not right. us. That's right. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, January. <laughs> exactly. So February will be much better. It's just, it's uh, the month of love. The month of love. In, indeed it is. You know, fun fact, I got married on Valentine's Day. I don't recommend it. No, yeah. that's always stupid. It, it? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, see, I, I, I'll... I'll... There's, like, there, I, like I, one of my biggest pet peeves is people, like <clears throat> some of my friends who got married on Halloween... It's those people I'd like to say, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you for make, trying to make Halloween your thing. I'm not going to your goddamn dumb wedding or your goddamn stupid with anniversary your, party. With your typo negative cover band. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, uh, a couple of my friends got married literally on the exact same day that I, I got married on, just years apart. Wow. Oh, so like, that's what, fucked so up. weddings would always come on my anniversary. I'm Guess like, who's not going? Go to your wedding. Yeah, it's, my, it's my anniversary. So, uh, so you like, know, I, I, I saw Facebook is my anniversary. It was like, happy anniversary. And I'm like, it's my first. Yeah. <laughs> it was monetary reasons why we did it. It was yeah. free. Our church was doing it. You know. But, okay. All right. Just letting you know. I wasn't trying to do it the, on purpose. The no, Lord does, like corny the Lord does not make you pay for love. <laughs> the Lord. Well, he does on Sundays. <laughs> he, does. he makes you pay for his love. For his love. Mm, that's right. You want me to love you? 
Anyway, we're getting pretty far apart from the, my bad. Uh, okay, have you all seen anything this month? Oh, <laughs> so much. You know, it's funny. Um, this was a. It's been. A, we'll just say it's been a, a very uh, trying uh, season for me. Very trying month. Um, lots okay. of things in my personal life. Uh, and I just realized today how many things I haven't seen. From 2019, which actually goes perfectly into our conversation, but, and then I realized I haven't seen a straight horror movie in probably two weeks. Oh. Well, at least nothing new, nothing that I hadn't already seen before. You feeling okay? No, I feel like, that's what I'm saying, I feel like <laughs> it's, I don't think I've been in the, um... The mind frame? Yeah, the, the right mindset. mind frame. That's for, okay, yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be in the mindset, but don't worry, for, for every one that you could not watch, I watched one for you. Good, yeah. I was your... Your surrogate horror I didn't movie watcher. Yeah, I watch. I watch a bunch um, theatrically. I just went to go see uh, last week the the turning. Oh, um, how was it? Uh, okay, that's a so it was. I thought the beginning was really good. The middle got a little crazy. I like a ghost story. I, I read the original story. It's based on a the the tale, the turning of the screw. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very classic, like, uh, very gothic yeah. uh, tale, um, which is very good. Um, I think where it really goes south, this is kind of goes into this. I've seen a couple of movies that have been like this, where it just, like, goes absolutely batshit crazy, and then ju it just ends. And, like, I don't mind if a movie just ends, like, if you know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. But when it ends, and you're like, I have no clue what fucking just happened. <laughs> like That's the wrong it, kind of open-ended. Yeah. Um, it received a, an F across the board, and oh, usually yeah. I don't subscribe to critics, but this is one time I would uh, absolutely agree that I think it it did suck. Um, so it's very disappointing, but it was a good uh, good time time killer on Sunday. So I was like, oh, I'll go check it out. Good deal. Watched a movie uh, yesterday called The Last Shift. You seen that? Yeah, the uh, where it takes place in the the, the, the the old prison. Yeah, I actually really like that. Yeah, movie. it was good. I see that was one that like that left a little. In my opinion, left a little open ended yeah. at the end, but in a good way. Yeah, a little like, ambiguous. Yeah. yeah, a little ambiguous, but like not totally like you pretty much had to feel like this was a real thing, like it wasn't just all in her head, but kind of leaves it a little <laughs> more like vague of like is it is it her own psychosis or is it like she. Like truly is like seeing these like murderous ghosts, but I thought it was I thought it was actually really well done. Yeah, I, I really uh, liked it. Uh, I had hadn't seen it up to that point, so thought I that do. was good. And uh, this week I think I'm gonna go check out Hansel and Gretel. Oh, I do want to check that out. It's, yeah, I want to see that. It's uh, out this weekend. It's out this weekend. Oh, it's Super Bowl. No one's gonna be at the movie theaters. Yeah, there you go. Sweet. That's, that's what I, that's what I'm going for. Oh, I should see that. Oh, I'll be working oh, for that's... like twelve hours. Oops. I won't. Fuck you. <laughs> God. I'll be doing podcasts, though. Anyway. God damn it. Uh, oh, and I watched the, uh, in tonight, I, uh, just for fun, I watched the stuff. Oh, yeah. Good times, Larry Collins. One of um, my faves. I, <laughs> what a weird movie. It's so weird, right? But it's a definitely a product of the time, the 80s consumerism. Yeah. It's very blind much uh, consumerism. I, it, that kid, uh, <laughs> the kid in the movie... I mean, he cracked me up the most in that movie, especially at the end, where he's just like, he's like, he, he lost his whole family to this stuff. <laughs> and he kind of like, he's just a kid. He's like, like the man said, 
I've seen stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's like all hard and shit. He's like, I mean, eat it! He went through some shit. Eat it! <laughs> uh, funny enough, the guy, I forget the actor's name. Um, maybe Michael Moriarty? Um, it was, he, he actually played on the very original Law and Order um, as, the, mm-hmm. uh, as the main lawyer before uh, Sam Watterson took over. And to see him in this role, I always forget that he's in it. So then when I watch it, I'm like, oh man, what is with the haircut? <laughs> he's got this just like, got a little bit of like a Caesar cut yeah. going on there. Mm. He's got, got a Southern accent. <laughs> you know, he's, he's a real, his name is Mo. Cause every time they give him money, he wants Mo. <laughs> That's the way they call it. Yeah. awesome. That's what he says. I just want Mo of everything. Mo. Nice. Nice. Uh, so yeah, those are a couple, couple things that I, Fell on my radar this week. Cool. Anything, James? No. Um, honestly, not the. I mean, not in the last few weeks, but um, I will say, a big shout out to a local establishment, Robot Monster. Uh, I haven't been. I haven't bought. V, in fact, I sold a bunch of my VHS to a friend, but I haven't been buying new VHS. But um, I just set up my studio slash collectibles room, uh, my nerd heaven. Uh, but I had set up my. Um, Big shout out to listener too, my my homie Sean, uh, hooked me up with the TV VCR combo because my own VCR was having issues, and I didn't. Uh, it, long story, but I got my TV VCR combo set up, and I went by Robot Monster, and uh, I had to pick out some choice uh, gem v, uh, Where, VHS. Where's too. Uh, Where's Robot Monster? Is this a guitar shop? Yeah, you, guitar to- shop slash toy shop. Slash, like, record slash. Never been there. Hey, guy, not from San Antonio. I've never fucking heard of this. Yeah, me neither. Jesus Christ. This How do you guys fun? know? It's I from don't the know. same owners, the same guys who own Faust and who own uh, Hogwild. Well I, well, I love Faust. It's my favorite yeah. place. Oh, I know Hogwild. It's, yeah. it's my yeah, favorite the, place. In fact, the guy who, the, the reason I know about it is because I went, I was, I, when I first moved here, I was going into Hogwild all the time and buying like records and t shirts and shit. Um, and the dude uh, who worked there was like, we started talking and he was like, dude, you got like, you know, Good. I mean, he's like, you have a good taste, dude. You should come over to this place. And he's like, do you, and I was talking about, like, oh, yeah, I collect stuff. I collect toys, Japanese toys and vintage monster stuff. And he's like, you should sell some stuff. But we got So he he was the one that hooked it up over there. What's his name? Um, blanking on his name. Uh, he's the dude that if you go in, he's a, kind of a bigger guy, bald guy, beard. Um, wears a lot of, like, hardcore and metal gotcha. t-shirts. Uh, Hey, Robot right. Monster Guitars, if you're listening to this, I would like your money. So we're uh, <laughs> over by Woodlawn. You, you, Woodlawn. Yeah, yeah, it's like really, literally right next to Faust. So, I, so free I, shout out, 517 East Woodlawn Avenue. With Woodlawn, yeah. Open well, up, open from 12 to 8 every single day. That's perfect. I can go there and buy a bunch of stuff and then go to Faust and drink. That's right. Dude, that's, that's perfect. a perfect day right there. That is a perfect day right there. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, man, I just... Go tell them the Tank Rodriguez Show, Texas Podcast Massacre sent you. That's yeah, but right. check them out. Like it said, if you're local and you like, especially if, you, if you're if you in a VHS and uh, hard to find like vinyl and stuff, like especially like 45, like singles, punk singles and stuff. Yeah. And oh, they, sounds they, like... They're a like, spot. Sounds like heaven. Yeah. They have a little collection of tin toys I was really into, but... But anyways, yeah, I, I got some choice. Uh, some bought some VHS, bought the Curse too, and oh, uh, uh, yeah, I, I nabbed a bunch. I bought, I bought some weird old, like super uh, old uh, WWF uh, wrestling tapes. I bought nice. I bought some Godzilla movies and VHS. Uh, oh, so yeah, I went, I went. I bought a few things. Nice. I went a little. Want to go? Want uh, to go check that out? Yeah. Maybe maybe this weekend. Um, definitely, definitely. Sounds awesome. like a good time. Uh, See, sounds like a good time. Plus, I mean, they're called Robot Monster, which is one of the greatest cheesy B films of all time. 
Oh yeah. Not to uh, not to to deviate like too far, but uh, speaking of robot monsters, um, just my son uh, for Christmas bought a, a one of the Gundams, like the Gundams put together. Yeah, and, for sure. And uh, came from Japan and didn't have any English instructions. And I, I will tell you that in itself is a horror movie. Oh yeah. Just to build, I. Do you know what grade it was by chance? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It was, it was pretty big, though. It was like it was very intricate. Was like, there a lot of pieces? Yeah, it was, that a was probably of, it a was perfect a, grade. It was a ton of them. It was like literally twenty pieces to like put together the For head. The head. <laughs> I, I told my wife to do it. She's like, I just my my meaty fingers were not good at like. She's like, can you put these two pieces together without breaking? I'm like, no, I can't. No. I was like, get the glue. <laughs> we're gonna need yeah, it. got the whole thing together and realized. I just hope my son doesn't listen to this. Um, there's a little man, a little tiny man, supposed to go on a rocket ship inside the gunman, and we left him out. He's like, "Where can we cram him in?" <laughs> I'm like, "In the trash." He's like, <laughs> "I'm not taking that thing apart." <laughs> I was like, "We're gonna put him aside and and hope he never opens it to notice." Well, that's what I'm saying so. That's and y'all put it together. Yeah, my wife. I would give my wife sole credit for putting the thing together. I, I tried to even help with the stickers, and they were just like, they were just so tiny. I was like, I hate that. I was like, uh, like this is just terrible. This is the worst. There is a, like um, a at the factory where they make the Gundam models. Um, it's not Bandai. Anyways, the, the the factory where they make those, the entire factory is themed like Gundam. So all the workers who work there, who put the shit together, wear different grades of uniform based off of the. Like the gut, the Gundam mythology, uh, as you raise, like, as you like get seniority in the company, you get badges just like in Gundam. Like, if you're a Gundam pilot, um, wow. the vending machines are Gundam shaped, um, the forklifts are designed to look like the one of the enemy. Like, it's a pretty amazing. Wow, that sounds yeah. pretty cool, actually. Yeah, Japan, man, they go out. Gundam's amazing, yeah. If I can, real quick, especially for horror fans, because it's like if we're throwing out local, um, local recommendations. Especially if you're a horror fan um, right now. One of my favorite spots locally is this place called Grace Gifts. Um, I'm blanking on the street name. Don't worry about it. I'll look it up. But they... Um, What's it called? Graced Gifts. Um, now, they're, they used to be out at the swap meet. Now, they actually have a storefront. They've had a storefront since I've actually moved it. With it the first How are you day, spelling it? Grace? G-R-A-C-E? Graced with a D. Graced Gifts. Graced Gifts Emporium. Um... Oh yeah, it is. Uh, it's on Blanco. It is on Blanco. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I G- know that. Gigi's Emporium. Gigi's Emporium. Um, mm-hmm. They're my favorite store in San Antonio. Um, they, um, especially if you love horror and old toys and old like knickknacks and weird collectibles or or like antiques oh, wow. and like weird collectibles, lunch boxes and stuff. But um, uh, uh, Ty, I could lord. I'm, Blanking on everybody's name. Um, Shocker. The Great Garlu. Yeah, they got the Great Garlu uh, uh, Super 7 reaction oh. figure. They have, a, um, they have a Captain William Riker coffee mug. Well, they, um, they go, they, their um, stock is like, you know, it's a popular spot, so they, they go through, you know, their, their, um, their, Merchandise will get cycled through pretty quick, but Ty and his wife Evelyn—they're like two of the nicest people. But like, I went in there today. I, I spent a bunch of money on my birthday, um, but they have like vintage stuff, like like you know, old action figures, old ton of old Universal monsters. What? They have a they have a 
uh, butcher knife signed by Nick Castle to shape. They did. I think they sold it. Fuck. They also had like an old Tingler, uh, which I wanted to get for a long oh, time. Oh, the wooden one. What's up? The wooden one that's in the back. Like, yes. That, yeah. That's um, dope. But yeah, they're a great spot. Um, they may still have it. I don't know. I, I haven't seen it that knife in a while. But man, I feel like I'm gonna spend. But a definitely support local. They're amazing. They also work with local artists, so they have like um, tons of like local like artists who sell their prints. A lot, lot, lot of horror themed stuff. Like, in fact, one of the things I put today was this really sweet um, uh, Twilight Zone print off of a local artist I really liked. I try to support local artists as much as I can. Uh, but yeah, they're a great spot. Um, they're really amazing people. They're local. Um, so if you are in San Antonio and you're listening to this podcast, you're a fan of this podcast, what we talk about, definitely, and you don't already support them, please do. Give them your, give them, give them your money. Did you you saw the cup of Riker? Yeah. That's yeah. someone. It's like just, like, just, a, just his face. Just his face. <laughs> I mean, it could be, uh, could be that uh, mystery show he had. The oh, unexplained yeah. cough. That would have been better. Do you know what burning feels like? <laughs> so great. Oh, cool. That was a nice little shout out. And, you know, uh, speaking yeah. of uh, paying the bills, we're going to pay our stomachs today uh, and, and, and thank our sponsor, uh, our food sponsor, uh, which is Baked by Blair. Baked by Blair. Uh, because yeah. I saw that uh, banana, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, banana cream pie ban- cheesecake. Yeah, banana thing. cream pie cheesecake with uh, Nilla wafers. Oh. Uh, and I want that, so I'm going to give her a shout-out. And if you are in the San Antonio area and you like delicious treats such as a banana cream pie cheesecake uh, with Nilla wafers on the top, go to her Instagram at bakedbyblair underscore. Uh, that's B-A-K-E-D-B-Y-B-L-A-I-R underscore. Tell her you're sent by the Tank Rodriguez Show Texas Podcast Massacre. Yep. Also, if you want to pay it forward and buy an extra one for us, we'll give you a shout-out on the air. Exactly. We will give you a shout-out on the mm-hmm. air twice. Twice. There we go. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> buy us stuff. Yeah. Buy, buy stuff. That's, that's how sponsorship works, people. Right. You buy us stuff, we do... We do stuff. We do things not in like equal say, value. Like saying, <laughs> like saying your name to all of our listeners. Yeah. Just for, right. for sakes of saying it. Give me birthday shout-outs. Um, I was looking, I had some, uh, trailers here that I did want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blood Vessel came out in 2019. I just looked it up, so I'm not going to talk about that one. Uh, but Vivarium with, uh, Jesse Eisenberg and, uh, that other chick. Imogene Poots. Uh, sure. My, well, my well, favorite. Well, the most, uh, just unfortunate last name. I just. I know. Imogene I don't care, Poots. though. Like, she could be called Stinky McFartface, <laughs> and I'd still think You're she's, a big fan. still think she's beautiful. <laughs> Um, uh, so that one looks really, really cool. Um, it, it to me, it might fall under the category for Jimothy uh, for horror adjacents or maybe suspense. Uh, but I think uh, there's really nothing else really coming out that's not already been talked about uh, as far as horror comes. Yeah, I mean they got they got the uh, you know uh, Quiet Place coming out. Okay, oh, quiet, oh, yeah, quiet, quiet Place, place too. too. Yeah, what do you think about that one? I'm I'm a I'll, I'll watch it. You're a fan of John Krasinski it. as a horror director? I, I, you know, I thought the first one was very solid. I thought okay. uh, the concept was strong, the direction was strong. I thought the design of the creatures was strong, um, even though it, it once again kind of falls into the xenomorph slash demogorgon. You know, like these sort of like designers give these things humanoid bodies, mm-hmm. semi-humanoid bestial bodies, and then these... You know, sort of um, 
overly designed heads. I don't know. But oh. either way, I thought, I just thought it was pretty good. But yes, I liked the first one. I'm, yeah. I'm down for the uh, sequel. All right, so two trailers that I wanted to mention. Awesome. Did you guys see the, uh, <laughs> the Fantasy Island trailer? I did, where yeah. Make, where they're making Fantasy Island into like a horror movie. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I was like, all right, kind of cool concept. Like, I mean, I guess it's kind of like the, uh, the uh, Witch Master. Witch Master kind of monkey. You think he's, yeah. a, you think mm -hmm. he's a gin? I mean, who knows, Maybe. but could be. Maybe Michael Pena, the gin. Exactly. It might be funny if it was. Ronnie, At the end, you find out it's a Wishmaster movie. <laughs> That'd be fucking amazing. And he's like, Ronnie, it's, it's Dennis Ferreira. It's <laughs> like, all you want is just Tane Crew, Ronnie. Now you're a cop. <laughs> and I'm your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, and uh, what do you guys think about the uh, uh, Elizabeth Moss uh, Invisible... Man trailer. Dude, I think that the first trailer they showed, I I'm thought was amazing. stoked for that yeah. movie. Could be Finally. really, 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 really creepy. Yeah. I didn't see that one. I mean, because, like, so... I, I actually like the Kevin Bacon Hollow Man, Hollow Man, Hollow Man, Man movie. Saw um, it in the theater. But I think this where this kind of deviates a little bit is, like, this guy wants to become invisible just to, like... Fuck, yeah. Just, just to fuck with his ex. Yep. Uh, whereas, like, I think Kevin Bacon just became more mentally unstable. Yeah. The more he was invisible, um, so you know I can t already tell you what the, the the biggest difference between this movie and Hollow Man is. Uh, the special effects will be tolerable because try to watch Hollow Man now. Ooh, that shit is bad. It's like an episode yeah. of Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, news that Paul Rubin uh, wants to do Dark a Pee Wee Herman with a, with the yeah the, the uh, Safety brothers. Call a, oh okay, I would just say do. Um, that's who, he, that's who the, they're used to talk with. So. Yeah. I would say do it with Homeboy. Uh, dang it. There'd be a ton of great directors he could do it with. Yeah. But, I mean, Safety Brothers. I think it was the Safety Brothers who... I mean, I, don't, I didn't read the full article, so... But I, my impression was that was they approached him or that, that they it was already like... But, yeah, I'm down. I'm a huge, 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 huge Pee-wee fan. Uh, I will be seeing him here in a couple... Uh, is, uh, in is, March. is it going to the, the convention? The, it's, the celebrity the, con it's the 35th anniversary of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh. So he's going to be showing it in town in person. Which where it was shot. Yeah, well, yeah. partly. <laughs> um, so excited about that. And I was thinking uh, Tim Burton would, would could do a Pee Wee Herman movie. Uh, Tim Burton should fucking How dare you. retire. Actually, uh, that was another thing I watched uh, was Sweeney Todd. I don't care what kind of movie it is or what category you put it in. I like it. Nothing about that. It's just fuck, man. Is it? I is less it, want to hear it, musicals. Is it, is it? Do you not like it because it's Johnny Depp? I like Johnny Depp. He just can't sing. Hell yeah, Bottom, yeah. Key, like they did say that in the. I was watching the uh, the credits and they were uh, kind of like the behind the scenes and they were like, yeah, we fired him and he didn't. We didn't even know if he could sing and we spent like millions of dollars on this and I'm like, well, I guess it's. Uh, Russell I mean, Brogan they also sing. fucking owe Dave Vanian like a ton of money for ripping off his look um, from the damn least. Like, the damn, damn, they basically stole his look like outright. Um, which I mean, I'm, I think I'm pretty sure Tim Burton even said he was a fan of the damn. So yeah. it's not like it's a surprise. But um, but yeah, I like I love musicals, and I really there's a special place in my heart for Tim Burton when he's good, all of, like Ed Wood or fucking Edward Scissorhands. But then. Late career Tim Burton can suck the whole chode, 
Um, dude, I don't soft. Know. He can suck it soft. He can suck it soft. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he can just nibble on the end. Um, you just get the tip, Tim Burton. But dude, Justice. I don't know. I, I wanted to like that. I mean, I, well, that's one of my favorite musicals. I've seen that mu- musical live in a dozen different uh, you know productions, but it was a letdown. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, on the upside, you get to see Sasha Baron Cohen get killed. So yeah. that's a plus. And I don't actually. The thing is, I'm saying I don't actually hate it. I just I could have been. It's it, it suffers from the same thing that Sleepy Hollow suffered from. That could have been incredible, and it was just meh. I'm just not a po. I'm, I mean, Johnny Depp hasn't been really knocking out of the park lately. Yeah, but I mean that a there's time. a lot to go in that. I mean, I, people, you can't. Again, Ed Wood, like he was. I mean, that whole cast was incredible, but Tim, Tim Johnny Depp specifically was so incredible in that, and he's proved to be incredible. He just, he's in a, first off, I mean, you he's know. A, he's in a weird place. He's in a weird place in his life. He's doing those car commercials now. He looks like a homeless pirate, so, I he mean. Does. I, yeah, I think so. he's uh, spent way too much time. You're right. He's he's like if you took Hunter S. Thompson and mashed him with Jack Sparrow <laughs> and sprinkled a little bit of Tim Burton on him, like that's that's your current stage, Johnny Depp. He wears a lot of scarves and like too many bracelets. Why do you need that many bracelets? Are you cold? I think it's like I want. Or like, do you not know where you are? So you just are you your, hiding your are you hiding your cut marks or like uh, what's going on? I, does he know that? Uh, like. All that like LA rock scene, does he know this? It hasn't been cool in like 40 years. Hey man, he rocks it to his own tune. You know? I don't, I don't Hollywood know. vampires. <laughs> <That's> a, hey. <laughs> Velvet Underground, man. Yeah, hey, hey, people still buy tickets. So. No, they, people do love it. You know what? I'm sorry, I have to Wait, say this before we talk about 2019. I had no mind blown this week. I had no fucking clue that Danny Elfman, the composer, was the lead singer on Go Boingo. What? Yes. Dan- what? Danny Elfman is Oingo Boingo. Well, yeah, of course. Who does? Where? How are you? Are you? How shocked? old are you? Are you shocked I didn't know that? I am. My mind is literally blown. And I love Oingo Boingo. I've known that my whole as long as it's how what? <laughs> I broke him, audience. I broke Timothy. And Timothy's broke. And he's broken. Oh my god, he's dude. Mind blown in a bad way. Ah, retract. Retract my statement. God damn, that you just I gotta go now. I can't I gotta do what? I gotta, oh come on. The fact that I I know who on I mean, I give you mad props for admitting it. Well, I didn't know. That's an okay, that's crazy. I mean dude. I like Oingo Boingo. Hell yeah. And a lot of people don't even know who Oingo Boingo is. It's like not knowing who Mr. Bungle is. Well so, well, what? I would well, say, well, what? I would say Mr. Bungle's a little... I, I talked about Mr. Bungle today. No, before. I, I didn't even know you were talking I'm not, about it. I'm not... Because... Uh, I'm just, okay, I, okay, actually, I will be honest. I have a love-hate relationship with... Uh, Mike. Kind of. I actually like everything he's done. Like, I loved... Uh, um... I can never pronounce that bit. The Los Fanta, Phantomagoras, whatever. Um, uh, Tomahawk. I like, like, newish. Uh, uh, like I do like Faith No More, but oh, I, I think Faith No More has stuff in it in their in their category that I'm like not as big of a fan of. I don't know. I give him mad credit though. But and he, and hearing him sing like opera is really impressive. Yeah. But. But anyways, but my point was just saying I would say Mr. Bungle is a little 
that's a little more niche or underground than. I, uh, Adam Adam Danger's brother posted today that Faith No More uh, system and corner going on tour. I was like, I'd rather hear I, Mr. Bungle over Faith I, No More. So I saw Faith No More like the year, like two years ago. So it was right before I moved to San Antonio. Uh-huh. Um, caught him at a last minute concert wow. uh, in Boston. And they were great. Like, oh, yeah. So, I'm not saying they're bad. I just, no, no. I, Mr. I mean, well, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, Mr. Bungle's awesome. Like Mike Patton I, does the no, with the noises yeah, and yeah. The just different sounds. It's, yeah, it's really guess. cool. So yes, I, I mainly did not know the Danny Elfman because I just associated him with so many different things that I didn't. I didn't know occur that. to me. You didn't know what? I didn't. He didn't know that Danny Elfman was in Oingo Boingo either. But I mean, I, then again, I'm 20 years younger than you, James. Okay, <laughs> I'm having such a hard time processing this. I mean, that's. All right, whatever. I wish we could see Dead him. Man's he's Party. Like, like, he's like bro- broken right now. It's the same voice as... Sorry. He's, he's broken. <laughs> uh, all right. He's a composer. How am I supposed to know he's... I know, but... Yeah. But first off... And this is a horror the, podcast. His name is Danny Elfman. How many of those are there? And then two... I didn't know the lead singer's name. Well, that's... I don't know. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen a picture of Danny Elfman. Like, I just know his work. What is going on? Where do I live? <laughs> I just know that... I mean, I'm old, but I, I mean, I that's insane. That it is, is your birthday. The only reason... I, I know this because I've read an article that he's coming back around. He's, he's going to be doing concerts. So you knew Danny Elfman, the composer, was yes. the same Danny Elfman from Nightmare Before Christmas? Yes. And you'd heard him sing? I, I guess. I, I didn't know that was him know. singing. Anyways, Okay. Look, it's I'm fine. Just, I'm not judging you. I feel like you're judging me. I'm judging so you. hard right now. I just—I'm not even judging. I'm just—I like, had no—I didn't know that wasn't. You're, he's you're not mad. Me, he's not mad. He's just disappointed in you. Like, <laughs> he's, judging, he's judging me, Jared Leto, thirteen inches of hard right now. <laughs> Welcome but, back to Cock Talk. Look, <laughs> if, if I like. I can't be honest with my friends. Who no, that's the thing is, I like I, because another person. Oh my God! Put a saddle on that thing. Did I get him? Hold on, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Bugs! This okay. Oh, I feel like that fucking sequence in Creep Show. Yeah. So this this place at night is, you know, a sketch. I'm just glad I saw that. Yeah, I'm glad you saw that too. That was some Texas roach. <laughs> put a saddle on it. Know, Jesus. That thing was trying to bite my dick. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of those erotic hot cockroaches. <laughs> Literally a cock. It, it was a cock. It was roach. a cock roach. Uh, my place is not. Right. It is not filthy. It's so, just no. It's, just no, it's te- Texas. Texas. It's just Texas. Yeah. Anyway. So let's just stop, let's just not shut the lights out. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, I don't think we should do that anyway <laughs> with three dudes in this small room. So, anyway, so I'm sorry, I deviated, James. I'm sorry, I broke you. It's fine uh, for the night. It just. I hope we can still be friends. I just. It seems insane to me, but that's okay. fine. Well, in the way, it's almost like saying like. I didn't know Ronald Reagan was an actor, although now I just really dated myself. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know Ronald Reagan was an actor. I knew that. But I, I remember people saying that and be like, wait, what? That's, but anyways, all right. That was a really That's weird That's a little reference. different, though, for a president of a United States. Yeah, but who knows? Who knew fucking, you know, you know, his film career? Anyways, it's fine. What's well, like saying you didn't know Stallone did porn? Or yeah. or kids nowadays with Dwayne Johnson being a wrestler. That's right. Yeah, that's true. If you haven't listened to the uh, Stable of Studs so podcast from yesterday. Right. Uh, so. <laughs> all right. 20, 2019. Let's talk yeah. about 2019 because we talk about what do we like about 2019, kids? So one thing I'll tell you right off the bat, which was what I was mentioning earlier, is um, when I was preparing for this, I didn't realize. I, 
and I know like 2019 was a crazy year for me for many reasons, um, but I didn't realize how many films that passed me by that I like wanted to see that were on my radar that I didn't actually see. Um, I didn't see Crawl. I still haven't seen oh. Doctor Sleep, even though I've started it three times. Oh, I saw Crawl. Um, I didn't see the new Pet Cemetery, which is insane. You're rubbing your beard on the microphone. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't see the, the Pet Cemetery remake. Didn't I didn't see the Child's Play remake. I liked it. Um, I didn't see the. <laughs> I didn't see Zombie Land Double Tap. Um, there's a lot I didn't see. I didn't see the Prodigy, even though I started that multiple times too. Nah. Um, nah. A kid annoying me. I can I can already see that, but I mean I do think I, I saw enough that I feel like, you know, I saw the ones that I think were were the except for Doctor Sleep. I, I really need to see that. Um, I was putting that up for a long time because I I honestly expected it to be terrible. So when a lot of my friends saw it, and especially like a lot of my like friends who were in like either pro like in the professional film review kind of circles or in the industry uh, who saw it and liked it, I was utterly shocked. So, but, um, so I feel bad. I have a feeling like if I'd seen that, it probably would have made my top three. But, um, it was, yeah. But my point being is just like, I got to make sure in 2020 I do a really good job of staying on top of the releases, seeing them when they come out. Like, it's yeah. hard in my current situation to be, to be able to do, especially in the theater. But, um, I'm going to try to stay up on top. But, uh, but I do think, like, I saw enough good horror movies this year that, uh, I, I'll, I have a lot to say. Yeah. I, guess. I feel like every year, there's always this thing about people going like, there's never any good horror movies that come out. And I'm like, you're a fucking crazy person. Exactly. You know that? Like, or an elitist. Like one of the, this is what we talked about last time with yeah. the, uh, with, with our... Uh, PG-13? Yeah, just when we were talking about like elevated horror. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, then, yeah. But I would also say it's, I, well, I think maybe it even goes the, the other way because I think it's a lot of just laziness. People like, oh, I'm a horror fan, but they, all they see is like the three or four like, most advertised films, and then they don't bother to investigate the slew of amazing films that just don't have as much advertising budget. Right. So, you know, I know a lot of friends are like, oh, people that say, oh, I'm a horror fan, I'm a huge horror fan, horror fan. But, you know, out of a given year, they may have seen three or four horror movies in a given year, yeah. and that's just like... That, that's, that, that is definitely, uh, you know, uh, the resolution this year for me, just actually to see more. And I think more, that's what we should more, you know, gear it towards, not so much 2019, what what y'all's ex expectations, uh, you know, from two thousand nineteen, from what you've seen going into twenty twenty? I mean, I'm excited for twenty two. I'm always excited. I always think there's good. Yeah. There's just just like anything in the industry. Like, I think you always find good movies that are out there. Yeah, they may just not be mainstream movies yeah, yeah. that they're. But if there's good ones, I mean, I'm excited for the new uh, Halloween movie. Yeah, you know, Halloween Kills. Uh, very excited about pretty that. Pretty stoked about that. And um, there's another movie that was coming out too that I, I was. Like, okay, that seems pretty cool as well. Like, some good ones. You know, one thing that I used to be able to do, and I think you're probably on board with this as well, is, like, when I lived in a bigger city, uh, when I lived in, like, the Bay Area, we had, like, you know, the big film, like, like um, film fest style, like, um, Phantasmagor, like, these, like, horror and, like, genre film festivals, like, for the upcoming year, a lot of stuff would either get picked up in distribution, but there'd be all these amazing, yeah. like, lower-budget, independently-produced films that, like, like Fantastic Fest is what I was trying to think of. Um, so I used to be able to go to that, and that's how I would see it. Like, in a given year, I'd see five or six incredible films that way, um, which I just don't get to... I'm not as on top of out here because I can't drive 90 minutes to Austin every weekend. But, um, but 
I think, again, this year, uh, there is already things I'm super excited about in 2020. But I do think 2019 had some fucking great films. I think there were films released this year that I think uh, definitely, you know... Um, do you have? Did you do, like, a top three, Derek? Do you have, like... Or do you just have a few you want, you want to talk about? Uh, 2019. Um, it's hard, you know? Like, it's, it's hard to narrow down, I think, I think my, my top three for... 2019. Do you have your top three? You go to your top three first. I'm well, going to think of my say, top three. I'll say one, the one that I think shocked me the most, kind of came out of nowhere, um, and I thought I had the premise that could have gone either way, that I ended up really enjoying, and I, in fact I enjoyed even more in the second viewing, was uh, Brightburn. I thought the concept was really smart. Um, uh, I think the execution was incredible. Um, I think the kid actor they got was great. I think the whole cast was great. I think it was the most... It was the most enjoyable I found. Um, what is her name from like all the? Uh, oh, Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Thank you. I think she was fucking great yeah. in it. Um, I think it was genuinely scary. In fact, I think you know that little kid. Uh, how do you stop that kid? He's like baby Superman. Like how do yeah. you stop that kid? And um, I thought the very ending was really clever. The kind of like post credit stuff. Um, I would happily see a sequel. So um, I thought that would like I would put that and say like my number three. I really like I was really surprised by that, and that's a film I'll probably watch over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, did y'all see Critters Attack? I, I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not expecting. For you to yeah. Go well, it's I. Like, I have the same thing about that that I did of the newest Puppet Master movie. I was like, well, I'm glad to see my old friends back, but yeah. Could have been done better. It's yeah. It's just one of those things. I didn't go in for it hoping for a lot, um, but wait, you went to go see the theaters or was it? No, it's on Shutter. Yeah, yeah, it's on Shutter. Um, I just didn't like expect a whole lot of it. Yeah, a lot out of it. There was Um, another one called the Banana Splits movie. Yeah, that was pretty (laughs) pretty good actually. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty fucking bananas. As everybody said, you could definitely see it. It was like the. There was probably a spec script for um, Five Nights at Freddy's that didn't get That's licensed. exactly what I heard, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, oh, let's just turn it into yeah. something else. And I also grew up loving the fucking banana splits. Yeah. I was actually just having this conversation. Um, back in the 80s, we used to have the thing called TV trays. Um, yeah. Then they had like ones that you would use sitting in a couch, but they also had lap ones. And when I was sick, uh, I still remember this to this day, I was sick home from school. I was watching the banana splits while I, having a banana splits tray on my lap, oh my God. eating my soup, my tomato soup and uh, grilled cheese sandwich. And that was just like a memory as a kid that just stuck in my brain. That's awesome, actually. But the movie actually was pretty fun. Yeah, it was like, it wasn't genius, but... It was fun, though. It was fun. It was a fun little movie. Yeah. Um, I think one of the ones that probably made the top of my list that I I was really surprised about, I'm excited to see the, the sequel this year, is uh, The Escape Room. Yeah, we talked about that. I thought that was that was really well done. It was that was kind of one of the sleeper hits that I mm-hmm. like did expect a whole lot of, but um, actually it ended up being really great. Um, and we talked about it on the show too. And yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah, and and that's uh, got a sequel coming out this summer, which is kind of cool because it's actually like in a more prime uh, slot. And yeah. I guess they were just saying how much they were expanding on like if we thought the if you thought the rooms were like really in depth like the first time around, like it's just. Even more, even more. That's exciting. Yeah, so, yeah, I really again. Yeah, I couldn't slept on that on that one, um, but I really enjoyed it. Just as a surprise, like oh, I'll put this on. Fucking loved it. Yeah, really thought it was pretty solid. We, we and we mentioned it on this yeah. on the yeah. show. I will say, um, I did. I like you know, 
I'm a big fan of The Witch, and I did like The Lighthouse. I think The Lighthouse is even more of a acquired taste than The Witch. Um, uh, the performances are fucking incredible. Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe both give incredible performance. It, reading about the film, it was it was interesting because um, I was like, oh, this kind of like a it has like a kind of like the way it starts. It's like there's a weird Edward Allan Poe kind of feel to it. Yeah, and it. It turns out it was actually based off the um, writer and his brother, the director, writer, and the brother, his brother, um, were like, kind of were like basing it off of this Edgar Allan Poe called The Lighthouse, but right. then it was very, like, the more they worked on it, it became more loosely based, but um, I think the cinematography of it, like, there's a lot that was just really interesting to it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would ever need to watch it again. Um, it takes, you know, it's like, it's, it's more like a weird poetic kind of fever dream of a film, um, but I, I enjoyed it. Um, if people tell me they don't like it, I'd be like, I get it. <laughs> not gonna hold that, hold that, hold that against you. But I liked the, the fact that the director was like really trying to do something different, which is great because I mean it's that's that's hard to do these days. Um, I feel like oh, you know what the other one maybe list uh, scary movies to tell to tell them. I was gonna say that was a, one um, of my that was gonna be my honorable mention yeah. because definitely a movie that. Could have gone poorly. Yeah. Um, could have been too saccharine. It could have been too cheesy. It could have been, I, but it was actually for a like a PG thirteen PG thirteen yeah. horror movie. Kind of, which you can see was kind of aimed at teens. Yeah. Like young teens was scary and really the fucking special effects were great. I was really impressed. Yeah. I, I think it would have gone in the total opposite direction if they relied it more heavily on CGI. But I love the fact that they did 90% practical effects. Yeah. And like they only did CGI in the areas that they really truly had to. Um, but yeah, I think for a PG-13 movie, it was great. Um, I, I really, in, I've seen it a bunch of times and I really enjoy watching it every time. And I pick up little things every single time I watch it, which is I'm great. blanking on the artist's name um, from the, the illustrator of the books. Oh. Um, I won't keep on saying it's true, Szynski, but I know that's not right. Anyways, it's very interesting, this kind of ink wash style. It's really would be, you would almost say almost impossible to sort of replicate his art style into a three-dimensional physical world. But goddamn, if those, if the effects department and the designers yeah. really fucking knocked that out of the park. All of his, the creatures are so creepy and also really authentic to that world. Like, I give yeah. him mad props the, for that. Uh, yeah, the toe. Yeah. Um, Jenga Man and the Woman in White. Yeah, the Woman in White. The woman in White was really so, creepy. So creepy. Yeah. And even the way that she doesn't, like, she's not wearing clothes, but she is wearing clothes. I was yeah. like, part of her, like, genius. They, they yeah. knocked that out of the Oh, park. yeah. And just like, and the smile on her face, too, or like her eyes are so tiny. Um, yeah. Can I say my, my top three most disappointing films of the sure, year? Sure, go for yeah. it. Uh, so, number one would be Us. Um, I really wanted that movie to be something that. It just turned out to not to be. I think it was uh, didn't have the focus and the like the full vision that you know. I I would say that um, uh, I'm blanking on his first film's name. Uh, the, uh, Get out. Get out. Get out had a had a full like you can tell he had something to say and it was a very tight vision and. The you know the conceit of it was very like Twilight Zone ish, but very tight. And where this it was like the whole conceit of it's so stupid and unbelievable and like kind of like what um, the whole hands around America thing was very interesting because I actually was a part of that when I was a kid. <laughs> but um, 
But I just, I was really disappointed by it. I really was hoping, you know, when I first saw the first trailer and the imagery, I, and again, I think there's great things about it. Um, I thought the cast was good. I thought the first 40 minutes were really good, but then it just sort of falls apart. And once they reveal what the whole like, plot is, I was like, that's so stupid. But, so I was really disappointed by that. Uh, I would say my number two film I was most disappointed by was actually It 2. I think, while I still enjoyed it on some level, um, I don't think it... First off, the director, the direction just wasn't as good as the first film. I think he should have continued. I think he should have come back to direct the sequel. Um, I don't think the grown-up cast had the same chemistry as the child cast. I think, um, even though I thought the casting was great, I thought they did ma manage to match, for the most part, the young actors with their grown-up counterparts really well. Mm -hmm. I just don't think they had the same chemistry. In fact, no, I don't think they had a good as, as as such a real believable bond as the kids did. Right. I also don't think they had the same bond that the the TV the TV movie actors had from the '90s <laughs> film. Um, and they were great actors. They're not like bad actors. I just didn't feel that same that I don't think they had the same chemistry. And I also thought that a lot of the effects were too overblown. Um, still, kind of questionable about the ending. Um, but um, again, I didn't hate it, but I was definitely. I definitely was like, yeah. after the the part one, I thought it was I was a pretty. They, they bullied him to death, <laughs> which is really what it was, and it's yeah, uh, it's pretty sad. Um, and then, weirdly, one of my most disappointed films of the year um, was this movie called Velvet Buzzsaw that when oh. it was a Netflix original. Ah. Um, I am the world's biggest fan of that writer and director's previous work, um, uh, which is the movie Nightcrawler. Uh -huh. I think Nightcrawler's one of the best movies of the last 20 years. So I had a lot of like faith. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal one? Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, okay. Jake Gyllenhaal's one of the actors in yeah. Buzz, uh, But And I'm also a big fan of contemporary art in the art world. Um, uh, so I was like, really excited about it. I was like, thought I could, they could do something, something, and I don't know. I still... It was so silly, and the, it was... I don't know. It just... It was a huge disappointment for me, I have to say. I think maybe I just expected so much because I was such a huge fan of Nightcrawler, the director's previous film, that I was just like, what the fuck is this silliness? But, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I th would say those are three of my biggest disappointments of the year. Do you have disappointments, Derek? I have lots of disappointments. Oh. Man, you, I just feel like you live <laughs> at, at Alamo Draft House. I do. Shout out. I do. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. Um, so I think my biggest disappointment was Three from Hell. Oh, that was the one. I'm sorry. That literally was the number one on my list. Yeah. I was just yeah. blanking on the. Yeah, that's okay. It, yeah, totally. That uh, I, I was. Yeah, I think we could both agree that like I was really. I was shit show. Yeah, I was. I was. I thought Devil's Rejects was so fantastic, yeah. and when I heard that they were going to do a sequel, I thought Three from Hell. This is awesome. Like, is this going to be supernatural? Like, Same. there's this whole Doctor Satan element in the first one. And I was like, yeah, that'd be fucking badass if they were, like, resurrected yep. and, like, sent to do carnage and they can't be killed and, like, you know, whole supernatural element. Like, just this whole Manson family vibe, Sid Haig only being in it for, like, a part of it. They try to... I love Richard Brake. I think he's great. But, like, his character, like... Pointless. It was just like, yeah, I mean, I, he was almost likable. Like, and I was like... You're not supposed to like these people. Like, they're supposed to be terrible people. Like, you're not yeah. supposed to like them at all. But, like, there are scenes with, like, Otis and Foxy, and they're, like, yeah. cousins, and they're palling out in the thing, and they're talking about, like, you're a dumbass, you know? And, like, acting like 
you know, redneck hillbillies. <laughs> it's like, I'm not supposed to like you. Why are you making me like you with this conversation? And I felt like uh, Sherry Moon Zombie, who I think is just, yeah, you know, he's hot. Um, yeah. But. Uh, I'll, I might debate that. Okay, one. all right. She, she <laughs> is getting older. Yeah. But I, was, I, I usually like her, you know. I, I liked her in uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. No, and, I like, yeah, 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 I think she was yeah. hot in that. Um, but I think, like, she was just way too crazy in this. Like, the only, yeah, the only person that was, like, even remotely, I thought was a good character was, like, Dee Wallace's character, right? Yeah. Um, Who's in it very briefly as a prison guard. But, um, yeah, I was, that was probably my most disappointed movie of the year. Because I was so excited to watch it. And it was just a letdown. It just really should have never been made, um, sadly enough. Here's the thing is, you know, for, okay, first off, what a fucking shameless cat. I look at, I, I get so embarrassed for Kevin Smith for fucking going back to that well so many times. But holy shit, what a shameless money grab first off you i think it's not even i would say arguably i'm gonna say it's not even arguable devil's reject is rob zombie's best film it's his actual only good film from start to end um and it ends on such and the ending is such a masterpiece ends with fucking you know one of the most overused overused rock songs of all time (laughs) but in a beautiful way it fits the scene perfectly Um, the slow mo. You could actually tolerate the song. Yeah. <laughs> but it was definitely a thing. Like when it ended, I was like, "That's a perfect ending." But like when, like when Derek said first, when they said three from hell, I'm like, "Well, goddamn it, that is a good title." He, I do like his titles of his movies yeah. usually. Um, but I was like, okay, so House of the Corpses was his ode to like Texas Chainsaw, yeah. and that was kind of like those kind of era of seventies grindhouse films, and then. Um, Devil's Reject was his ode to like 70s crime films, a little more realistic. So I thought, well, w- the ending of his trilogy would be Devil's Reject is his straight up like supernatural, yeah. kind of like, um, uh, you know. Well, yeah. Especially with the, the final like after credit scene with like Dr. Satan in, yeah. the, in the basement with the guy yeah. and they're experimenting on his brain. And... So it would have been, and again, it was like Richard Brake, which. I think Richard Brake is like one of the most exciting actors of. I mean, the dude's like yeah. been around forever, but he's finally having his moment. Yeah, but what a piece of shit movie! Has no point. They it didn't do anything for those characters. The, I will actually argue and say the only thing it did was make Baby more of a. It, Baby was always sort of like an ancillary character who you didn't really see as that dangerous. She was more like manipulative and would like. But in this, you see her as a f- actual like threat. When she's in prison, she's fucking women up. Um, so I was like, well, at least it did that for Baby's character. Yeah, but like even, but then when she gets out, <clears throat> yeah, but then and, and they're in Mexico. That's the thing is, she's one, like making friends with the little guy. And she makes yeah. him breakfast yep. and like has breakfast. Oh, this is nice. And you remind me of my brother. And dude, yeah, it was pointless. And again, it made them toothless. Like holy shit. You know, we, we talked about it before. Um, but now I'm blanking on his character's name too. Holy shit. Don't get old. Um, you know, uh, the, um, uh, Danny Trejo? No, no, no. The, you know, his, the brother, the main character. Oh, Otis. Otis. Otis Firefly. Like, he was so, in the first two films, he was such a dangerous psychopath. In this, he's like a fucking. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a, he's like fucking, uh, uh, um, it's like an old, like farmer. Ernest. He's like, like an old farmer. Yeah. Yeah. 
And Ernest, you know the whole ending. Ernest like, goes to Mexico. Exactly, exactly. Ernest stabs a bitch, but yeah. um, <laughs> when uh, when you know the, the the Mexican cartel shows up and they all have the the lucha masks, yeah. I was like, I'm actually more like if this was in a scene was in another movie, I'd be like, this is badass. Now, because it's in this movie, I hate this. Like, look at the fucking yeah. So it, and the fact is, like, I don't want them. Like, they should not have gotten out of that. Like yeah. that situation at all. Yeah. Fuck Rob like, Zombie. Yeah. Fuck him in his ear. Um, what it, he admits on camera that 31 is basically an attempt to make money. It wasn't a movie he wanted to make. Yeah. People have gone now and said like 31 is one of the worst movies ever made. And I'm like, you know what? I think it's better than, for, I think it's better than, uh, uh, Three from Hell. And I think it's yeah. like, because Richard, all of the scenes with Richard Brake in it are so good that I'm like, yeah. but, um, yeah. It's, and, he, and, uh, what's his, what's his name? Malcolm McDowell. Oh yeah. He's always too. He's always great. And what he's in, but yeah, totally, um. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's definitely my number one most. Is yeah, that was that was a shit show. Do you think uh, he'll make other movies? He'll always his yeah. movies make money. That's the crazy yeah. thing. He'll tour and then he'll come back and he'll make another movie and then he'll tour again. I was um, really thinking about that when you when you were talking about like how like crappy of a person he is. I see what you're saying. Anyway, I digress. Uh, Derek. Uh, so I think the other one that I, I really despised was the, the Curse of La Llorona. Oh yeah, yeah, but that um, to be shit and. I I just you know for, but it's based on such a rich story. I thought for sure that yeah, it's um, like the stories by themselves. Like yeah. if you tell your friends the stories, you get scared of them. Yeah, I just feel like that that could have been one that really could have been a really great ghost story. Yeah, absolutely, and and I think they just like didn't spend any backstory on no. it. I mean, I felt like it was just a waste. And then, but I mean, it's from that same camp. So like yeah. they make those like sort of like paint by numbers like the nun it's like yeah. they're vi- visually nice because they put they do spend a lot of money on the cinematography and the stuff but there's no heart to those films like and in fact what's funny Annabelle. is I made the joke as soon as I heard it was coming out I'm like watch watch my movies now come out that's like the Kukui and, <laughs> and sure enough <laughs> there's been like the Chupacabra, the Chupacabra. Uh, <laughs> I think there is one right yeah yeah so do you have a favorite movie of the year Derek hmm I probably say Ready or Not. It's probably my favorite, one of my favorite ones. It's good. Um, just because I, I didn't expect to, to like it, and yeah. I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. So, um, I think that's for a non-mainstream movie. I think that was that was probably probably one of my favorite ones. I mean, I know you didn't watch a lot, but what was yours? Uh, well, I, I did watch a lot. In fact, that's the thing is, I I was just shocked at how many films came out in twenty nineteen. That uh, one that came out in two that just still slipped by me. Like I said. I would assume if I'd seen Doctor Sleep, it might be my number one. But I would still say, and this is going to be controversial to some listeners I know personally for this podcast, but I still think the best horror film I saw all year was still uh, Midsommar. It's a film I still think about. I still think about the plot. I still think about the morality of the movie. There's images in that fucking movie that will stay with me forever. Um, The violence of the movie being offset by all that, like, Beautiful, beautiful lush imagery. serenity yeah. that like that Scandinavian countryside has and like all of the iconography that the movie uses it was fucking brilliant um i i think at the end is like were these people bad people like even though these fuckers basically sacrificed these you know foreigners uh the you know these american foreigners um were they vicious evil people or were they just using a fucking a cultural 
and there's I'm saying in the character's eyes a cultural necessity that had been that did exist hundreds of years ago and wasn't seen from the eyes of what we would like how we would see it now. They these people want the prosperity. They want to take care of their own. Let's invite some dipshits that we don't have any emotional attachment to. I mean, it's it's not evil in the same sense I think most horror Mal- movies would have. Maliciously murdering people and, for no cause. Yeah, and you can see the joy in her eyes at the end. Like she's, I mean, you can say it's madness, but you can see she's finally at home. Like you can see she's exactly. at peace. Yeah. Um, there's something to that movie I think is very interesting. So someone, someone say you just described Ready or Not as well. Because <laughs> they didn't, they killed out of necessity. Uh, no, I yeah, mean, they they died because they didn't kill. Well, I'm saying, but one thing is, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a lot. I would yeah. even say, like at the end, like she, she, you know, like and she had peace in her eyes. Yeah, in her eyes. <laughs> she, she was divorced. Her fucking, yeah, fucking in laws. <laughs> I will say another movie that I, I deemed probably, I may even hate this comparably to Three from Hell, um, is The Dead Don't Die. I didn't see it. It's fucking absolute. I, I've never left a theater and said to myself, "I should have." I I've never regretted going to see a movie. Should have watched Cats. I should have should have watched something else. That that is a movie where when I got to the end, I was like, "That is a certifiable piece of shit." Like I could have dumped on a plate and probably found more entertainment in that. Like, I, here's the thing: is when I'm afraid, I'm afraid I'm watching really like it. And that's okay if you do. I I know that some people really like that director. Um, I saw zero point to that movie whatsoever it had zero plot to it um at, at zero point of any of the characters like and it was very meta to the point of being forced meta and that's what it woke meta me the most it would have been bad if it was if they had there there's a scene at the end like between bill murray and adam driver that just was like what the fuck like really you think they break the fourth wall in that movie right yeah, just in the most stupid way possible. It's like they're. I'm gonna. I'm okay. Right. Let's not I'm talk not, about it because I'm super curious to see it. I won't say anything. You watch it. You let me know. We'll That's talk funny about too because like sketch. I do love Jim Jarmusch. I've, I mean, um, um, uh, he has a movie called Dead Man with Johnny Depp in it. Um, it's one of my favorite movies ever made. Um, but I can definitely. He's one of those directors that. Um, Very yeah. idiosyncratic. Yeah, I mean, love, maybe love not as maybe not as idiosyncratic as like David Lynch, but in that realm, I would say. Well, I mean, he's done other really good things. Like I, I love Broken Flowers. Yeah, I was gonna say um, Only Lovers Left Alive. Oh, I was gonna. Right. That's what's gonna yeah. ask if you like. Yeah, uh, Stranger Than uh, Stranger Paradise. Paradise. Yeah, I mean, Mystery he Train. Has, yeah, Gimme Danger. It's yeah. awesome. I, I feel like he does have a lot of really good work. I just did could not. Well, then maybe I won't. I mean, who knows? I, I'll be curious. Um, I I loved it when I first saw the trailer. I thought the trailer was great. Yeah, well, that's why I was stoked to see a movie like Bill Murray, yeah, no. Danny amazing. Glover, yeah. like RZA, fucking yeah. Selena Gomez, like yeah. all in this movie. I was like, this is gonna be awesome. Adam Driver. It's almost um, a license to print money. Yeah. I was like, yeah, just go with that, just solely for the fact that that's what those are the people in it, but. Also, I, I do have to give a um, a quick shout out to a movie I did really love. Um, two, I'll give two. One was Little Monsters, which was probably the biggest surprise for me all year. Um, didn't expect, not only did I expect to like it, I I also expected that I was probably going to turn it off after ten minutes. Um, even though I do like, I mean, Lupita Nyong, I cannot say her name. I feel like a bad person. Lupita Nyong'o. Anyway, she's great, obviously. 
But I expected to hate that fucking movie. Fucking a zombie comedy. I was like, fuck this. But truly enjoyed it. Found myself laughing out loud and really enjoying it. Uh, and my, the other one was that movie Haunt. I really liked Haunt. So I will say this. I promise you that I would. I went back and watched Haunt mm-hmm. one more time. Mm-hmm. I did like it a little bit better the second time around. Still not my favorite, but... But you still um, per, you still prefer um, um, uh, the other, like, amusement park. Hel- Hellfest? Hellfest, right? I would say that, uh, I liked Hellfest, but I... I, I, I liked think, Hellfest, too. I, I yeah. actually really did. I, I, I think the only thing I liked more... I think what I liked... I liked them both. I mean, that's all yeah, I mean, they were... I, I, second time around, I appreciated a little bit more. I think what I liked about Hellfest... More than haunt, or just solely for the fact that, like, you never see that guy's face, yeah. And that's what I really liked about it. Like, and the, the ending is yeah. so great, the, like, ed- the ending is fantastic. Like, that's kind I, of like, I, I hope they do another one because I'd love to see where that killer goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, I'm sure they but, will. Everything gets a sequel these days, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, just like this show will yeah. have a, a sequel, it will yeah. be, we'll be here next week, folks. Um, great, 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 great talking yeah. about the past great to of 2019. Be back. Yeah, good. it is. You know, get it kicked good, in high gear today. Good to be back. Talk about a lot of, a lot of movies. Yeah. Um, I think 2020 is going to be even better. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I look forward to hearing y'all's opinions and look forward to breaking Timothy a little bit more. Sorry. <laughs> to what? 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 Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Texas Podcast Massacre. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to give us uh, a follow here on Spotify as well as on iTunes. Uh, give us a five-star rating and a comment uh, if you enjoyed it. Thank and, you again. And give us your money. Give us your money. Yeah. Money is good. Money and food. And cake. And cake. Bye. Thanks, Blair. Bye. 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 <laughs>